Yes, indeed. What's going on, y'all? It's your main man, McWayne, with another episode of Calling the High Seed. Come on in. The water's just fine. All right, y'all. I got a very special guest with me. Very special guest. Uh, now, <laughs> Quentin, shout out, shout out to Quentin real quick. Quentin, what's up, man? What's going on, Wayne, man? It's a pleasure. I think thank you for having me on your podcast. Man, thanks for being on, man. I can't do this thing by myself. This is a this is a group project. I ain't <laughs> it's, it's a team effort. It's a team a effort. Gr- a group, a group grade. <laughs> for, for sure, man. Now, for those of y'all that don't know, and I don't think any of y'all do know, um, Quentin had known me a while. And he known me on Facebook and Instagram and all that stuff. And I have been d- dubbed fair or not as a, a Alabama hater, which I don't hate them, but it, it kind of <laughs> stuck with me. So I just kind of, I mean, I just kind of roll with it now, but uh, <laughs> yeah. And, and I had to get Quentin, the, the Bama fan. I'm like, you know what? Let me get, cause all Bama fans can't talk and get their point across. So you gotta, you gotta pick and choose the right ones. Cause all of them ain't going to do right. But um, <laughs> I got the college football playoffs on my mind, dog. I, I got them on my mind. And, uh, you know how it went. Michigan won, Washington two. You know we knew that was gonna be, but th- it was gonna mm-hmm. be tricky with them the three and four spot. And we we know what happened. Texas got in there, and then Alabama got that four seed. I think Florida State got screwed because that tells me it made me feel like okay, well shoot, being undefeated it don't make a difference. It it I feel like. What, what's the point? They're getting punished because they lost their quarterback, which I don't know if you – now, before the year started, I had Florida State and Michigan in the championship because in all year, Florida was the best te- – Florida State was the best team nobody was talking about. And I'm like, man, ain't nobody talking about them. And then when they started to kind of get a little spotlight because they, you know, they was undefeated, you know I mean? They lost their QB. And now it seems like they're getting punished for it. So I'm just like, well, well shoot. They 13-0. and 0, and they won a conference, and I saw something early. I saw it this morning. Actually, I saw it last night, too, because I wasn't sure how it was going to go. I was up looking at stuff. And the ACC actually had a better record than the SEC. So I'm just like, okay, well, shoot. If Florida State win, then they in. And Bama just going to be – I wasn't sure how they was going to play that. That's why I was – you know, I, I didn't know how it was going to go. But nevertheless, Alabama got, got in, and Florida State got out. I think Florida State got screwed. Now, what do you think? So, from my honest opinion, I think it could have went both ways. And and as me, I don't want to be biased because, you know, I am an Alabama fan. I mean, sure, yeah, yeah. But I'm going to say this. I think, and I, and I agree with, you know, what you're saying as far as the quarterback play on why they didn't choose him, right? So, you know, they, they went through most of their season a good, 90% of their season with their quarterback. Right. Of course, they lost, they lost them uh, to the uh, UNA game, right? Yeah, yep, yep. So that only leaves them with, I think it was two more games for the uh, rest of the season, right? Right. And um, after that, you know, you could definitely tell that the, the level of play wasn't there. Of course, it's a team game, but at the same time, the level of play of how they were playing throughout the year wasn't there. Florida State definitely – like you said, was the team that wasn't talked about, but was playing really, really well, right? Right. And I actually, I, now once I saw them play against LSU the very first game of the year, I said, oh, they, they, they're going to be trouble. They're going to be trouble. Yeah. So as the year went on, I said, oh, yeah, Florida State, I, and, and I'm with you. I had Florida State in there as well in the early parts of the season, barring injury, right? Yeah. So now we get to the college playoffs. And I say 50-50 for the simple fact of, yes, they went 13-0. Yes, the ACC had better, more wins, of course, versus, you know, other, other, other conferences than SEC had a better overall record. Now you, you get into the ACC championship game and you're playing Louisville. Yep. And, of course, you're playing, you're playing without the quarterback. That was a very ugly game. It was. Right? It, was it was almost hard to watch. So, first thing that comes to mind is now, do you A, not put this team in because you don't want a repeat of Georgia TCU? That was the most horrendous college football championship game I've ever watched in my life. I mean, I, I turned it at halftime. I mean, it, it was terrible. Yeah. Of course, they want people to tune in, right? So, of course, you don't want that to happen. Then, like you just alluded to, now are you saying, 
the wins don't matter. You're 13 and 0, the wins don't matter, right? So now Florida State should be in just off merit alone. Now take a step back, and now you're looking at Alabama's schedule. Alabama had four ranked teams, four to five ranked teams on their on their schedule. So yep. they had a pretty, pretty, pretty tough schedule, right? I think it was so, ranked like third toughest in the country or something like that. It, 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 it was pretty tough, right? So now you get into the last game of the year, you know, SEC championship game, which we knew was more like going to be Alabama and Georgia. So now you beat the number one team. You are almost, I, I want to say you're almost a lock-in for the top four now, right? So the only issue came in was, Texas was ahead of Alabama who beat Alabama. Right. So what a lot of people don't think about, and I've I've seen so many people have these conversations on Facebook already. The best thing that could have happened to Texas was Texas beating us. Because in order for them to get into the top four, they wouldn't have made it. They wouldn't have made it. They had to have beat us to get into the top four. Because that Oklahoma loss hurt them. Exactly, and then not only that, the committee if they if the committee was going to put Alabama in, there's no way they could put they could not put Texas in because Texas beat us. Right. So so the best thing that could have happened to Texas was them beating us. That's now, the Brandon, best they thing have they looked like world beaters after that Oklahoma. Like that was a bad loss, but they they've been chopping everybody's heads off since then. Yeah, they, they've been looking good, you know. But but now you can't just look good; you got to look great because now you're in the top four. You know, yeah. this is what's this is what's going to separate the people that just been you know playing good just because that conference is weak versus now you're finna really see who really wants it, right? Yeah. So that's that's my take on it. To be honest, you know, I, I honestly think it could have went either way. If if they would have left Alabama out, I wouldn't have been surprised. You know, I, I just just to be honest, I would not have been surprised because you got a thirteen and zero team, right? But yeah. I think them not having their quarterback really did hurt them. And is it fair? I'm going to say no, it's not. But at the end of the day, it's a business. And I think they really saw how many people didn't tune into the game of TCU and Georgia, but then also flipped the channel once they saw how bad the the game was. So I'm thinking they don't want to repeat of that. So now I think it it turned into a business decision versus them seeing they had 13-0. and Deep down, I think that they they'll never admit that. Let them tell it. They swear them the top four team, which I ain't gonna lie to you. I happen to think Ohio State's still a top four team, but I knew they wouldn't go make it in. But that's just me personally. I think Ohio State could beat well this version of Florida State and Alabama. That's me personally. I believe that. But um, also the other thing I was thinking about with the Florida State thing, which I had forgotten about, because you know the more time you got to think about it, the more stuff hits you. It's almost, I almost feel like the committee, they kind of contradicting themselves. Because if you remember uh, 2013, 2013, I don't know, it was, a, it was 2013 and 14, whatever year that year was that Ohio State went to the championship and they lost their quarterback at 12 mm-hmm. gauge in there. And they yep, didn't 14. get penalized for it. 14, okay, it's 14. Because they played y'all, yeah, because they played Alabama. Yeah, I knew it was one of them years. I just couldn't remember. But, so, but now it's like that, it's like it don't matter. So now... And I understand they was playing with their third-string quarterback. Florida State was yesterday. But by the time the the championship, all they would have rolled around, they'd had their second string back because he was just in a concussion protocol, which he was damn near out of it. So, I mean, no, they wouldn't have got Travis back. The man broke his leg, so, you know, he wasn't coming back. But they would have had second string. So, I mean, I, I just – I don't know. They did look ugly against Louisville, but they won, and their defense was fine. I still think their defense is top three. They got Trey Benson, I think, was a top one of the top QBs in the nation. I hadn't looked at the stats or nothing like that, but I think they top three in the nation, QB wise. Keon Coleman, I mean, he's I think he's the second best receiver behind Marvin. So I mean, I I, I hate that for him, but you know what? FSU got they got dealt a bad hand of cards. So now I don't think they, I know for them to do. I mean, they got Georgia in a bowl game, so if they beat Georgia, they can just send an FU to the the committee. Now, can they beat Georgia? I, I don't know. Maybe they can. Maybe they can't. I don't know. But it'll be interesting. Now, I'm not too, too, too terribly broke up about it because, honestly, I don't think Bama or Florida State can beat Michigan. I don't think either one of them can beat Michigan. So, I'm like, well, you know what? This is all the hill of beans. 
because without Joy and Travis, the Seminoles ain't got nothing for the Wolverines. And I think Bama, I think they're a little overrated also. Actually, I think the SEC as a whole was a little overrated, to be honest. But that's something else. But either way, I don't think either one can beat Michigan. So I'm like, well, wait a minute. I don't think it's going to tip the carts one way or the other. But, hell, I've been kind of – Short on Bama all year, so hey, that's like like you know any other year. Most years it's, it's hit. Some years I'm right about Bama, some years I'm wrong. Like for instance, for example, this year I thought Bama was well. I knew they was gonna lose to Texas. I knew they was gonna lose that. I thought they'd lose to LSU, and I thought they'd lose to Tennessee. And I thought they'd miss the playoffs. So they was gonna lose too many games. I actually had LSU winning the SEC championship. I said all this. So I, I was wrong. I, I, you know, I'll be the first one to say I was wrong. Ain't nobody brought up that LSU take, but it's, I ain't gonna cry about it. But uh, <laughs> nevertheless, you know, what I mean, so maybe Bama's better than what I'm giving them credit for. I, I, I don't know, but I don't think Michigan. I mean, I've been right about Michigan. I was right about Florida State, but you know, they lost their quarterback. So what can you do? So I, right. I'm trying not to get too, too, too wrapped up about it. So I think it's, it's probably gonna be Michigan and in Texas in the, the national championship. That's that's what I'm thinking. What what you think? So before I before I give you my prediction, I, I want to touch on a couple of things you said. Sure. So I would say it it, it 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 is almost like they're contradicting themselves a little bit. Um going back to you you were correct it was 2014 because it was it was actually the very first year that they did the college playoff that um, Cardell Jones came in 12-gauge, came in right. for Ohio State, right? And, yep. and and they won the national championship. Correct. So with that in mind, I'm going to say this, and this is my opinion and my opinion alone. Okay. So when Cardell Jones came in to play, Ohio State's production didn't fall off, you know, because they had 12-gauge. They still had uh, Ezekiel Elliott. You know, they still had those 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 core people. Florida State has a pretty decent offense, but it was heavily relied on the quarterback, right? Ohio State back then, they had the running game and they had a quarterback, even if it was a backup quarterback. Yeah, because Zeke was six. on that team too. Yeah, exactly. Zeke, Zeke yeah. was on that team. You know, we couldn't, yeah. we couldn't stop them. You know, we yeah. couldn't – they beat us that year. Yeah. You know, 12 gauges, you know, 6'6", 260 pounds running over people, right? Yeah. So, so their production never dropped. You could visibly see how bad FSU's production They're, dropped once they lost their quarterback. Yeah, I mean, you can't score three points a whole half and expect somebody to take you serious. That's that's exactly like exactly. So, exactly. I mean, you're, you're right. So, exactly. you're right. And actually, for all intended purposes, I'm doing all this. Maybe I'm talking out the side of my mouth because I, I actually had Louisville winning that game. <laughs> I think. Mm. I, I mean, I, I can't. I can't blame you because I mean, once you, once you lose a quarterback that's putting up those type of numbers and most of your production, I wouldn't. I wouldn't blame you. But if you had other studs that was producing like that, you know, running back wise and even special teams and X, Y, and Z, I can understand them picking FSU. But they didn't have that. So of course, most people are now going to pick an underdog because now the big dogs aren't the big dogs anymore, right? Yeah. So. um that that that's my take on the the Ohio State in 2014. So now, what you have is people are saying the committee is contradicting themselves, but I don't think they are. Only for the fact if if Cardell Jones would have came in and the production would have dropped, then I could I could see it. You know what I'm saying? But it didn't drop. So I, I don't think they're contradicting themselves. Though I think the only part they are is just the fact of the 13 wins. Now it's going to be hard going into the future. And a team wins um, thirteen, you know, wins thirteen games, and they're going to point back to this season, right? That, yeah. Rather, rather it's Florida State or it's another team, and it reminds me of um, what's that team that did it? Uh, uh, was was it was it was it South Florida did it a couple years? I can't remember. Somebody uh, did it a couple you years about, ago. I, it might have been UC. I think well, they were UCF. One of them little Florida teams. That, yeah, yeah they, I think I think it was yeah. UCF or USF. It was it was one of those. And they did it, but of course the whole argument. I think was they that, that conference they, they got punished for where they play at. Exactly, exactly. So the conference is weak. So now, so now you're only playing, you know, two two top ranked top ranked teams, and they wasn't even the top ten. Of course, you're gonna you know have a better chance at running the tables versus someone that's playing four or five top 
10 teams, you know? So of course you, you, you're going to get punished for that. Right. So now you ask me, who do I think is going to be a national championship? So I don't, I don't want to be biased. Sure. Um, hey, I mean, if you think Bama going, if you think the tie going to roll, I mean, hey, the doors are shut. I, I, I had a lot of bias takes. So you should have heard some of these Nick takes. You know, I had Carolina winning 13 games this year. I, I mean, we all. <laughs> full alert. We're not winning 13 games this year. So it's, uh, I, it's, it is all right. I mean, I've had, I try not to get off too deep off and being biased, but hey, man, if, if you, I mean, because I mean, it's not like it's a bad football team. You got a good, football team i just uh we're gonna see we're gonna see so 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 my my take is for one i've learned to not bet against nick saban a lot right i think that for one i think michigan is going to be a tough challenge i don't i do not think it's going to be a rollover game because they have a great team they're they're being coached really well and this is the best I've seen Michigan play in a long time. Yeah. So I think that it's going to be a uh, very rough game for us because they, they play fast pace as well. And if, every, and if everybody knows, Nick Saban isn't a fast pace type of guy. So it's going to be interesting to see how he, how he combats that, how he's going to try to get them off their game and try to get them to play at his speed. Right. Yeah. So I'm, I'm, I am concerned about that, that nature. Right. So, when I go back and I look at how many points Michigan has been putting up versus how many points we've been putting up, it's not, it's not, it's not a large gap. So I'm thinking the final score is going to be, and I'm even going to tell you the score. I think the final score. Yeah. I think the final score is actually going to be 30 to 23 Alabama. 30 to 23 Alabama. Mm. 30 to 23. I think it's going to still be, I think it's going to be a high scoring game. I, I really do. I think it's going to be 30, 30 to 23. Um, I think whoever has the ball last is going to be the one that wins. I think the first quarter is going to be kind of defensive because they're trying to figure everything out, figure, you know, the opponents out. Yeah, because they don't see each other a lot. Yeah. Exactly. They don't see each other. And then it's one thing to, to watch somebody on tape versus real game speed, right? So. Correct. I think the first quarter is going to be kind of low scoring. And then once they get that feel, it's going to take off for both teams. And whoever really has that ball last is going to be the telltale sign of who wins. So whoever has the ball last is going to win that game. So I'm moving, I'm moving Alabama to, to the national championship game. All right. And, and now you have Texas and Washington. Mm. I'm not going to lie to you. I'm really digging Washington. I, I'm, I, I I think they have a really good team. Yeah. I think I think that at the at the offense that they play that they, that they played in all year has been really 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 good for them. It, it's worked. I mean, I watch some of their games. I'm like, man, they, they they're looking really really good because they made it. I want to say a couple years ago, and their offense wasn't the same. It, it didn't it didn't translate to the playoffs. Right. Once once again, once you play these better teams. This little puppy dog offense isn't going to get you anywhere. Yeah. But now they have, to me, a more pro-style ready offense, and it's looking really good. So I have Washington beating Texas. Really? Yes. I have and you don't Washington think that's, you, you're not concerned about Washington just looking good in the Pac-12? You're not, you're not worried about that? I am not. I, I am not. I have Washington beating Texas. See them Pac-12 teams. I try to watch them Pac-12 because they look like the best team in the world. Now they'll, they'll get off the West Coast and all of a sudden they act like they ain't never seen a damn football. That's what that's what hung up Oregon all the time or Stanford back in the mm-hmm. day. So yeah, I, I, I agree I, with I, that. I hear you and Michael Penix. I think that's the Heisman winner right there. I, I they they got weapons everywhere, but and I, I'm not even saying they shouldn't be in the, the top four. I think they should be right where they at. But right. Texas, I mean, the big. The Big Ten, Big Twelve, and the SEC—that's that's big boy football right there. That, that, mm-hmm. That's where your beef is, really. Right. So, I I just I think that means something. I just I just don't think they've seen that kind of physicality that Texas. Well, could, well. So let, let let me let me say this one because I'm I'm gonna go in depth and I was gonna give you a reason why, right? So right. I don't I don't know if you remember, Texas and Washington played last year. They played in in, in a bowl game. Washington beat Texas twenty to 
I want to say it's 2023 or 2024. I can't remember the score, but Washington beat Texas. So I think they have their number, right? So, and then not only that, to me, Texas had a lot of close games. Close games that shouldn't have been close. The point spread was off the charts when they played these teams. But the games ended up being close, like Houston. It was they only beat them by a touchdown, but the 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 point spread was supposed to be in, I think twelve or thirteen. That's pretty much double, right? Then you got um, uh, what's the uh, the other team? TCU. That game they actually should have lost. They only won by three. They only won by three. You know what I'm saying? So they they should have. It should have more than one L, and and rightly so. Alabama should have uh, should have lost to um to Auburn. To be honest, you know that that last second play, you know, so four for thirty two. That's yeah, yeah Auburn that's crazy. could end it all this little college football exactly. talk if exactly. they did what they're supposed to do. I, I agree, hundred percent. So you know, I'm talking, you know, what's close and what's not. But to me, Texas had more close scares than Alabama did, you know, because they had they had the Houston, they had the TCU. And then it was another one they had that was uh, close. I can't remember what it was. It was like three games that was really close. And I'm just like, and it shouldn't, and it should have been close. The teams weren't, weren't ranked. So I'm just like, man, they're they looking really shaky. It's like they, but when they played us, they woke up, you know, which most people do when they play Alabama. They, they wake well, up. Well, yeah. That, there's a real Cowboys effect to y'all, you know. They, y'all, yes, they get to I play y'all. I yeah. agree. You know, most people, they wake up to play Alabama because. We've been running, you know, college football. I don't make seem like I'm sound arrogant, but we've been running it really since 2009. Yeah, that, I mean that's a fact. Even I mean that's yeah, yeah. There's a mystique that y'all, the Cowboys, yeah. Alabama, and the Lakers probably got that more than anybody. Yeah, so so that that's that's why I'm picking Washington over Texas. I, I think they have their number, man. They beat them last year, and Wash uh, Texas had too many close uh, calls for me. So um, I'm picking Washington over Texas. Now we got Washington versus Alabama, right? I'm not going to lie to you. We didn't want FSU in because we was afraid of the Georgia TCU debacle, right? Yep. I think we're still going to have that if my prediction comes true with Alabama-Washington. I think Alabama, I think Alabama will end up blowing them out the water. I, well, I, really I don't know. Do. You know, Bama, that's always been the Achilles heel. Quarterbacks like that usually be the ones that, that pulled Saban apart. Whether you want to go to Cam Newton or Johnny Football or 12 Gauge, you know, quarterbacks like that, they can just throw it all over the yard and they can move a little bit. They, they make Saban for whatever reason. There's something about them kind of quarterbacks. Saban ain't historically hadn't done too well against them. So I, I actually think Washington yeah. beat y'all. Huh? Okay. You said Washington would beat us. Okay. I think Washington would beat y'all. And uh, I'll be honest with you. If y'all could get past Michigan, I think, like I said, I think Washington could beat y'all. But I think y'all would beat Texas. Because, one, it's hard to beat a team twice in the same year. I don't care Mm -hmm. what the situation is. And, two, you know, since they have beat y'all, and y'all, they damn near kept y'all out the playoffs. Damn near. And I think y'all will have something to prove it. Oh yeah, that, so, that, that that would be the. I'll say this: I think if we see Washington, I think we'll blow them out. I think if we were to see Texas, it would be even uglier just for that fact. Right, I think it's a lot of it's a lot of blood. It'd be a lot of blood boiling with that that Texas. Yeah. But I would pick Washington against y'all, but I would pick y'all to beat Texas. So it's okay, a you know, you matchup. Got- but you got but, you got but you got Michigan winning it all anyways, correct? Correct. I got Michigan. I think they're the best best team. Okay. I think they're the best team top to bottom. Since Florida State didn't make it and all that, I, because I thought them was the best two teams in the country, Michigan and, and Washington and Florida State. That's what I thought. I thought Oregon was <laughs> legit too, but I was wrong about no. that. I, I didn't think they was gonna. I didn't think they was gonna no. win the championship or nothing. I, but I, I, I'm, I'm gonna tell you this. You know, and this is you know a little sidebar from what we're talking about, but. I knew Oregon wasn't going to be the real deal just because they got Bo Nix. <laughs> but you know that, what? Bo Nix came a long way since Auburn, though. He he has, and and don't get me wrong, that that system fits him so much better than what it did in Auburn, right? He only went to Auburn because his dad, you know, so he's right. following footsteps that he shouldn't be shouldn't be following, right? Yeah. So of course now you go to a system that actually suits you. You look really good, and that's just it. You look really good. It, it was a false look. 
you know, don't get me wrong, you had a great season, but I knew when the time came, I knew what was going to happen because I've seen it too much at Auburn. I've seen it too much at Auburn. You know what I'm saying? Like, I, I played you three times, you know, within the past three years. I've seen it. So I know what I'm going to get when the, when it's time for the pressure to come on. Bo Nix is not going to do what he needs to do. So I wasn't I was not worried about Oregon making it anywhere. They had a nice run, but I knew they wasn't gonna make the playoffs for sure. Now next year, next year when they expanded, they oh, that'd made. be a point next year because I mean twelve teams. If you I mean the, all this this will be the last time they struggle. If you can't make it in that top twelve, ass don't need to be playing in the playoffs. Well, well, not not only that, you know, and to me, to me, it's so funny, right? And yeah, and this is this is my this is my opinion, my opinion only. I think that they really started the playoffs because of, for one, Alabama, but two, the main reason is that out that I don't know if you remember that Alabama that LSU game, the first time two SEC teams went to the championship game. I remember. And oh yeah, you know, because that was a game that we didn't let LSU get over the fifty-yard line. I mean, we was crushing them. Now, so I, somebody told me a a story about that game. I don't know how true it is. I, I don't I, I don't know how true it is, but I I was um I was working at Star Market at the time, and mm-hmm. um, back in, in Meridianville. That's how back far back this was. <laughs> but anyway, oh, yeah. I knew somebody. Well, I knew, knew somebody that was close to one of the equipment managers at LSU and Les Miles, mm-hmm. and apparently on the bus getting there to the game. Because I guess Les Miles really wasn't as popular as people thought, which says a lot because he never got a job after LSU, so maybe it was true. But mm-hmm. he was talking about on the bus on, to the game, like, all right, now, I got us here. We're going to do this my way. We gonna, It was pretty much my way of the highway kind of guy because I got all y'all here. I'm the one that gave y'all these scholarships. Y'all are here because of me because y'all would have been, you know, these separate schools or here and there. Now remember, this, this is – Y'all going to get this, and we're going to get this done my way. If y'all don't listen to me, we're not going to win this game. They don't forget why you're here. You got to pay attention to the coaching. Like being a tirade on the bus. And so the players, one of the, the captains, I didn't forget who it was now, but uh, one of the captains will, will shoot, well, wait a minute, we we was a part of this too. Yeah, you the coach, but we out here running the plays. You, We just as important as you are. And then Les was, well, hey, look, if if you got a problem with it, you got to drop you off on the bus right now. So we <laughs> it's my way or it's the highway. Allegedly, from that point on, the team quit on him and cut through the game for Alabama. Now I don't know if that's true or not, but I, what I do know is how LSU looked all year, and then how they looked that game was totally different. But mind you. Bama, that was them was the bus all year. So you, I mean, that, mm, be, that was it. Be a pro level to to beat him. I mean, that was back when Bama was was. I mean, stout. <laughs> yeah. So I like that I don't stout. know how true that is. That's just what they told me. But I, I, I'm like, well, shoot, that that sounds like a lot. And I, I mean, but so I'm, I'm, you know, I'm not going to dispute any of that because I mean, I, I don't, I don't know, I can't speak on it. You know, so I, I just know if that what if that's what my coach told me, me as a player, am I upset? Yeah, I'm upset that you said that, but at the same time, I'm like, you know what? I still want to win the national championship game. You know what right. I'm saying? Right. I, I I can't see myself. I'm Don't too competitive. Yeah, I'm too competitive to be throwing a championship game. Like, I, I'm gonna use that for fuel, though. I, I tell you that I'm gonna use that for fuel. Yeah, but I'm I'm not throwing championship. I'm not throwing a game, period, and let alone the championship game. Yeah, because I mean, you don't you don't get to go back, so that's that's the one. Yeah, I, I mean, you can not, always transfer or something at the end of the year or something. But I'm not. Yeah, I'm not doing that. So, so let me make this quick point, real quick. So yep. so so when they played them, you got two SEC championship games. Yeah, that that that's when it came about, in my opinion. Oh, we can't have this. You can't have just a whole conference on both sides, you know, playing in that championship game, right? So, of course, the playoff teams, you know, the playoff structure comes about, right? Now, you sit up here and you've still got SEC teams sprinkled throughout the, champ, you know, the, the playoff. You know, Alabama's been in it, I think, every single year except for one or two, and it started in 2014. So that's almost 10 years, right? So we're still relevant. So now the issue to me is going to come in now you're saying, oh, let's
let's expand it and get more people involved and this, this, and that, right? So now you're going to expand it to 12 teams. Well, if you look at these 12 teams as at the final standings now, you're going to have five SEC teams in that 12 playoff game if you decide to go to that route, right? You still got five. And then to be honest, if, if, if LSU wouldn't have got pushed to 13, you would have had six. You would have had 50% of those teams being SEC teams. So now you're actually given a better chance for the SEC to actually win the championship. I'm going uh, to send you something, and you can look at that, look at it a little later, but it's I can actually pull up. Somebody did it. I don't know if it was Fox or somebody did. Like, what if they had the 12 teams just your how it looked? And mm-hmm. I'll be honest. I, I like it. At first, I thought 12 was too many. I'm more of a – I was all about expanding, but I thought that number was like six versus 12. But then I saw the 12, and I liked it. So, check it out. I mean, I don't know if you can talk and uh, look at it at the same time, but I just shot you a text. And p- appreciate y'all because I know y'all can't see it, but I'm going to help y'all out. So, how they had it uh, – let me know if you can see it. Can you see it? Yeah, yeah, I'm looking at it. Uh-huh. See, I, and now the, the fact, because for those of y'all doing, nobody can see it. <laughs> but they, you know, they got the top four teams with the bye, which is wild because, you know, I ain't never heard of four teams. But it works, though, because it, it still gives you something to play for for that bye, you know, let rest up. But mm-hmm. I like how they got that. Like, I think that's I think that's the method that it works. Well, my, my, my question is, okay, so is – okay, so I wonder how this will play out. So is it the – the top 12 teams or is it the top 12 best teams? Because if you're going top 12, one through 12, this list isn't right. And now I know you can't be saying top 12 best teams and you got Liberty at number 12. Yeah. I, in, I my, in my opinion. I wasn't sure where Liberty came from. Yeah. that That's really odd. You know, so I can't, I can't see that. Now so, be, so I wasn't sure who the top, to opt it. I just I just saw this. I didn't go and look and see what the, the committee said. Because I, I guess that's what you go by. That. Well, I guess they go instead of one through four is one through 12. So the committee would come up with them 12. I'm assuming that's where they would, would come from. Yeah, I, I, I agree. I think it would be something like how they're doing now, the one through four, and they're just going to do it the same way. Just, just one take it all the way to 12. But yeah, would you, how yeah. would you uh, four teams having to buy the top four teams? I love it. Yeah, because it still gives you something to play for. I, I love it, you know, and that, that's me, my me personally. You, if yeah. you're gonna expand it, you, if you're gonna expand it, you, if you're if you're not in that top four, then you got to play one, two, three, four more games after your initial season, right? Yeah. But now, if you're in the top four, you only got to play three. You know, so it it doesn't seem like much, but that's it is football. That is that that yeah. that is that is that is really good. If it was basketball, so, it don't mean nothing. But football, where you hitting each other for three hours, shoot, yeah, <laughs> yeah, that's, that's I, everything. A hundred percent. You know, it make it makes a big difference. So it, it it does give them something to play for. You know, you want to get that one through four spots, and they got like a buy, right? Right. So I think that's big, but it, it's going to be very interesting to see how it, it plays out next year. Because I mean, I'm I'm really digging the the expansion. Because yeah. like you said earlier, once you expand, if you can't make this 12 team playoff, you don't have a case. I, I, I you don't have a case to me. I don't want to hear no whining. I don't want to hear no crying. Yeah. I don't want to hear anything because there's no way you can tell me that somebody's cheating you out of a 12 game expansion. Can't make it to there's the top. No way. You have no dog in the fight and enjoy your cell phone bowl. So exactly, that exactly. You, you have no case. Cause I mean, exactly. I think you could. I mean, depending on the year and what's going on, you could probably lose two games and get in. Honestly, you just, I, you just, you, you was just in my head, Wayne, because I was just about to say that you, yeah. you can lose more likely two games now. So it kind of gives you a a cushion, right? If you if you were to say because now in in the top four, only four games, you could lose one and still make it. You know, yeah. clearly because we just did, right? Yeah. So. Now you got a possibility you can lose two games and you still make it to the playoff because it's 12 teams. Or I like it because I think in college football, and you know this, like when you lose matters, like losing at the beginning of the year and losing at the end of the year ain't the same thing. I think that's why Ohio State didn't make the dance because they lost their last game of the season and they didn't play in the Big Ten championship. So they, 
they couldn't redeem themselves. They they didn't they yep. ran out of games. Yep, yep, but, I agree because that's, that's one of the good things about us losing to Texas so early. We lost to them early, so now we're, we're good. We redeemed ourselves and we started playing well afterwards. So right. it, it it didn't hurt us as bad. So the the twelve game it kind of fixes all that. It fixes all that, in, in yeah. my opinion. Yeah, because when you lose that, that, that really, I think that's what killed a, a couple teams, mainly Ohio State. That's the first one to come to mind. But you know, that's that's hurt a lot of teams throughout this whole thing. That's that's not, yeah. So I, I the more I thought of, I'm like, damn, twelve sounds like a lot. I think six is a number. But then I got to thinking about it, like twelve is just right. And if you can't make it in the top twelve, damn it, try again next year. <laughs> yep, try come come back next year. Yeah, come back next year. Well, shoot, I, I ain't got nothing for you. I feel that. Well, shoot, man. Speaking of playoffs, uh, you know the NFL is coming right around the corner. Who you who you like in the NFL? Who you who you who you got your eye on? Who you scared? Of? Who is your team? You got a team? You got a? Oh yeah, you know I'm a Cowboys fan, baby. Oh man, you you just a, who I want to talk to. Cowboys fan. You you just who I want to <laughs> talk to now. Oh yeah. I'm assuming you're not too familiar with the. Uh, Dwayne Diesel called a high see it show. But for those of y'all that do listen, you know, buckle up because I'm I'm gonna go and bring them on in here. I am <laughs> sky high on the Cowboys this year. I have been high on them since week one. I have I have went on 30-minute diatribes by myself talking about the Cowboys. I believe the Cowboys, this is their year to get to the NFC Championship. I'm going to paraphrase it. But just I think they're going to the NFC Championship because outside of the 49ers in Philly, you know, I don't – who who was stopping them? I didn't. I never believed in the Lions. It's not – there's damn sure nobody in our division. It's not the Vikings. It's not the Packers. I think y'all are better than Philly because them losing both of their coordinators, and I think they kind of had – I ain't going to say they was lucky last year. But I don't think they're they're quite what they what they what they was last year. I don't think they're gonna be this year. Now, mind you, I said all this before the season, and they've had a lot of luck this year. But All right, so, all right, y'all, I apologize. Technical difficulties, I don't know what happened, but we back like we never left. We still spinning like your favorite CD. Um, <laughs> Quentin, you, your favorite team is the Cowboys, right? Correct. Right. Now, I'm super high on the Cowboys. I, did you hear this? I did. All right, and you heard me talking about the NFC Championship. Correct. And you heard me, the only team I think y'all can't beat is the 49ers. Correct. Especially after they got had the nerve to get Chase Young. I actually think the 49ers are going to the Super Bowl. Mm. Okay. I, I I do. Actually I think no. I think they're winning the Super Bowl. I got the 49ers in Baltimore in the Super Bowl. Okay. And I had Jacksonville with the number one seed because of they where they at. Like I got Jacksonville's the number one seed because of you know them playing in the AFC South. Yeah. But I division. thought Baltimore would be the best team. Mm. You see what I'm saying? Okay, gotcha. Yeah, so that that's how I do that. But anyway, on to the Cowboys. How you how you feel about how you feel about Dallas? How you feel about them this year? So this year, and and once again, I'm one of those that's very honest, whether it's my team or not. This year, I think is honestly the best best year. I think we're gonna make it. To be honest, you know, because every other year I always have doubts. Like, you know what? It could be this year. And then I see them play. I'm like, no, nah, they're still not ready. See them play next year. Oh, this could be it. <clears throat> still not ready because I see these mistakes that, you know, people keep making, right? This yep. is the best I've seen our defense in a long, long time. And that, and that's even after losing, you know, digs, right? You know, I, I can only imagine how good it would be if we had digs. I mean, you can make a case. Deron Bland's playing better than Diggs was. To, to, league and pick sixes. Oh, to, Bland is playing really good, but he he got yeah. burnt. He got burnt against the Seahawks, though. You know what I'm saying? So so now so now it's like, okay, now are you letting this hype get to your head because you just, you know, you just got burnt by the Seahawks. 
I'm not saying the well, Seahawks is just a push I over think team. That's, I, I think that's a different. I I, I wouldn't. I he, I think D, DK is a different type of receiver than what he had been covering. Like them little arm tackles and just trying to just body up. You can't just because DK is bigger than Deron. Mm-hmm. So I think you got to guard him a little differently than what he was before. Because you can't just kind of jump out in front of him because, I mean, DK is a bigger athlete. So I think – and I think that was good for y'all because I think he learned. And he ended up picking him off later in that game. So I'm like, okay, if you learn and adapt to DK Metcalf, that'll get you ready for A.J. Brown, who y'all – I mean, that's a big game for y'all coming up Sunday, next Sunday. So I I, I don't think – I think that's more of a one-off. I don't think the hype's getting to his head. I think that's more of a – you got to figure out how to guard them because different receivers go different ways. I, I mean, I agree with that. But but my, my issue with that is I don't even think he adapted that. Well, you got to think, in my opinion, yeah, he got an interception. Yeah. But, D, but DK still had 130-something yards and three touchdowns. You know what I'm saying? So, you know what <laughs> yeah. I'm saying? So, so, so what did you adapt to, <laughs> you know, in, yeah. in my opinion? To me, once, once you see that someone is – playing differently than how you play these other receivers, you definitely have to adapt. But you're going to have to adapt really quick. And he didn't adapt at all. And, 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 and they knew that. And they was burning him. So that's not to harp on him. It's just hopefully it's a learning experience. So next time he plays DK or somebody like DK, he has a better game plan, right? Yeah. But but what I was, what I was alluding to was if only if we had digs, the defense would be even that much better, right? Because the defense is really good. So I can only imagine if we had Diggs, it'd be even better. So I'm, I'm even higher on our defense than I am on our offense. So now let me get to the offense. Okay. I, I, I'm honestly not the biggest Dak Prescott fan. But let me tell you this. This year, he is playing exceptionally well. He is playing really, really well. And it's throwing me for a loop because – Every time it's time for him to make a play, I get nervous because he, he's good for getting in certain situations and not delivering, right? So I'm still on the edge of my seat like, oh, man, please don't turn to the old Dak. Please don't turn to the old Dak. And he doesn't. So now I'm just thinking maybe this is our year because we've got a great defense. Dak is playing very well. This got to be our year. And, you know, before before this year and uh, last, last year is when it started, but before last year, we were actually terrible at home. We would always lose at home, you know, pretty much, you know, at least 30% of our games. Yep. For the past two years, we have been beating people down at our home. You know, so it makes me feel good now that we can sit up here and play really well at home because, you know, you're sitting here letting people come in, in, in into Cowboy Stadium and, and, and get away with wins, you know. I'm still hurt about, you know, when we played Green Bay in, in, in the playoffs and, and Aaron Rodgers only had 30-some seconds and, and, and scored on us. You know, so I'm still salty about that. But that's, that's, that's what happens when you're a Cowboys fan and you just like, you know what, I'm used to this. But this year, I don't feel that way. I don't feel that way. You know, we're averaging a lot of points. I think it's around 28 to, I think, 32 or something like that. We're adger- averaging a lot of points. There was 38 last. I look, y'all was leading the league, actually. That, see? See what I'm saying? I'm even off. Yeah. So that's a lot of points. But, you know, once you get into the playoffs, sometimes that diminishes because you're playing, you know, better teams, right? Uh, I was so, going to say that, yep. Yeah, so now it's, it's going to make you wonder, okay, if you're averaging 38, what are you, what are you going to average in the playoffs? Is it going to go down to 24? And if it goes down to 24, is your defense going to play well enough to, to hold the other team under 24? So, so now you, you're playing that, that game, right? So I think this year is going to be the year that we make it to the NFC Championship. But I am I, actually in agreement with you that the only team that I think is better than us is the Niners. The Niners are loaded. You know, they have talent from the top to the bottom. And like you said, adding Chase Young was just – the cherry on the cake for them, right? Yeah, that's you know, that's like eighty to Golden State. Yeah. Yeah, you you know, I agree hundred percent. You know, your your defense is already loaded. Now you're just adding another five star recruit, right? And then, you know, you got you got Christian McCaffrey in the steel last year. And you got, you know, yeah. Brennan I Brennan Ayuk, and then you got, you know, Debo Samuels and Brock Purdy's playing out of his mind. I mean it, it still got George Kittle, yeah. Still got Kittle. I mean you you have so many pieces, so many weapons. Yeah. It's, it's almost like 
pick your poison on how you want us to beat you, you know, because we're going to beat you, you know. So I think they're the only team that, that really poses the biggest threat to us because, like you said, the Eagles, I'm not worried about the Eagles because the Eagles' last three games, they were not really impressive. They won off their defense. And, 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 you, and, you, and you're running on what I call it the, the Jalen fumes for so long. You can't, you can't do that every game. You know what I'm saying? And, and, and they luck ran out tonight. The, the, the Niners beat the mess out of them. Yeah. You know, so I, I think the Niners are our biggest challenge in the NFC when it comes to, to the playoffs. But um, to be honest, for a fair take, you know, I think that the Niners will, will beat us in the NFC Championship. And I do have the Niners going off into the Super Bowl. And I actually, it's funny that you said um, Baltimore, right? Yep. I, I, I'm torn in between, and you may laugh at this, and if you do, that's great. But I, I'll give you reasons why I think this would, would, is a good possibility, right? I'm torn between Baltimore and, believe it or not, Miami. Mm. So a lot of people aren't high on Miami because, of course, Tua, right? They they just don't think Tua's going to cut it and he's not going to do this, he's not going to do that. I honestly think Tua needed the right pieces around him and, of course, barring injury, but I think he needed the, the right pieces. And now you have a, a Tyreek and now you have a Jalen Waddle. You got the pieces around you. Now you see what he's doing, right? They're, what, nine and three? So, barn injury, and they're putting up a lot of points as well. So, and, and to me, the AFC isn't what it used to be, only for the, the Bills. The Bills aren't playing well. Nope. You know, the, the Bengals, Joe Burrow's not there. So, now who do you got? You got Baltimore. Baltimore is really the only other team in the AFC that I can think of that would really give you the most problems. You know, the Steelers ain't really, you know, they're whatever. You know, that isn't <laughs> – there's not a lot of teams in the AFC that's going to give you that many problems. So I, I mean, think it's going to be the only one else you got to worry about. Who is that? I'm sorry. Jacksonville, the Jaguars. I'm, I'm, you know, it's, I don't, I'm not a fan of Jacksonville Jaguars. I mean, they, I, they, they solid now. They, they are solid. I feel you, but they, they solid. I don't, I don't think they're going to make it that far. And this is, this is, uh, I think Trevor Lawrence's uh, third year. He's made a, a don't get me wrong, a, a big leap a big leap from the, his first two previous years, right? And um, he made the playoffs last year. But I still think they're one or two pieces away from taking where they need to take it. And, and that's going to tell only in the playoffs because they're playing in the weak division right now. So, of course, their their record looks really pristine. It looks really good. But once again, once you get to the playoffs and you're playing better teams, it's just going to be like, oh, dang. I mean, they, they've I made see. it to an AFC championship before. They, they, they've done that. They have, but not, but yeah. not, not with not with the, the the team they have now. Right, but I mean, they, and that's and that's why I love how they got Calvin Ridley. I love that. Yes, I like the Calvin Ridley, that, and that's why that's why I said they're one or two pieces away because they're, they're they're building around them, and that's really good. But that's why I, I don't think they're quite there yet. But I think, I think Miami has the pieces. But and the only reason why I'm not saying Baltimore is. Baltimore is gonna is gonna remind me of they remind me of the in the the NFL the college version of NFL version I'm sorry of FSU they rely so much on Lamar Jackson you know every time every time I look at their game he is leading them in passing of course he's the quarterback but then he's also leading them in rushing I mean you can't you can't have it both ways because you're gonna get your quarterback hurt. And then if you're if you're relying on him on running as much as you are as throwing, that's telling me something. I'm not worried about your running game. I'm not worried about your running game. I'm just worried about keeping an eye on, on, on the quarterback. So now you don't even have a running threat. And that's why I think that's gonna clog them up in the playoff. It's gonna clog them up in the playoffs. And that's why that's why I have Miami going over Baltimore. So I got Miami and, and the Niners, and then I got the Niners beating beating Miami. So it doesn't bother you that you hadn't seen Miami beat a, a winning team? Like every time they play a winning team, they lose? Nope. Nope. And, you know, my, my thing is a lot of people a lot of people have that mentality, and, and which is nothing wrong with it, but they have that mentality if you haven't played a winning team 
you aren't as good as your record, right? Well, they Which played I, them. They just hadn't beat them. When, yes, I'm sorry. So haven't beat them, correct. I don't – I'm not worried about that because something something about the playoffs triggers certain people, right? And I think once they get there, it's going to trigger that. That's that's my take on that. So I, I'm not I'm, – for some reason, I'm not worried about that because – that although they haven't made it that far in the NFL, Tua's been there. You know what I'm saying? Waddle's been there. It's just in, it's just in college. So they, 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 they played in a championship game before. If it wasn't for Tua, we wouldn't have that championship. That throw was amazing. If it wasn't for him, we wouldn't have that championship. You know what I'm saying? So he has a pedigree. I'm not worried about it. So I think when he gets there, it's, it's going to click. I think it's going to click. So now I just got to, you know, I got to get over to San Francisco winning because, you know, I got some uncles and, you know, they, 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 they some 49er fans. So I'm going to have to hear it for, the, for, for a year. <laughs> and, um, you know, Tua and, and Jalen got that championship pedigree already, although from college, they got that championship pedigree already. You know, now they just got to translate it to the NFL. And I think they're going to get their chance now going to the playoffs. So, you know, I think I think that's going to shine a little bit more than, you know, than Baltimore. And and then you got Lamar Jackson, you know, every time I look up, he's the leading rusher on your team. You know, so you can't – to me, once you get to the playoffs, you can't have it both ways. You're going to have to have a running game. If you don't yeah. have a running game, they're, they're going to sit back and wait for him to throw it. You know what I'm saying? Because they're not worried about your running game. Yeah. And then they're gonna have they're gonna have a spy. They're gonna have all that because he's the only one making plays for you. So to me, it's gonna it's gonna get watered down once you get to the playoffs. And once that happens, you know, it's gonna weed it's gonna weed them out. It's gonna weed them out until they get a running game in Baltimore. Baltimore is not gonna make it anywhere. They they do it in every year. The the, the regular season it looks great, but once you get to those teams, <laughs> it's not going to work. So until they get a solid running game. They're not going to make it that far to me. I don't care how well he plays; it's not going to work, and that's just my opinion. But we, we'll see. But so far, it's been it's been a fact. I mean, I, I hate that they didn't get Derrick Henry. I was really rooting for at the deadline. Yes, I, I agree. Been, I agree. If they would have right got him Derrick Henry, yes. If they would have got him Derrick Henry, I would have said right here, right now, they are going to the Super Bowl, hands down. That's that's all they need is just. A running game, which I don't see how they're the, how, how they not seeing that. Well, I think they know that, but you know, it just it's what you're willing to part with. So I mean, I, I'm not doubting that they didn't try, but who knows what deal they offered? So you know, who knows? Yeah, well, you know, hey, like I said, this may be a hot take, or maybe your only take that someone says it. But I got I got Miami and, and San Francisco, and San Francisco taking it all. Well, San Francisco, I'm right there with you. That Miami, you're right. That's that's a Scorching hot take. That's mm-hmm. scorching hot. Mm-hmm. But uh, that's what I got. That's what I got, man. Yeah, man. I'm, I'm gonna be thinking about you now because you're the only one that said that. I mean, I like them in the regular season, but it's. I think they could be a little fool's gold a little bit in, in the playoffs. I think they're a little. I, I ain't gonna say fraudulent, but I just don't know. If, I I just don't know. I think they're more flashy than good, and I think yeah, because sometimes you can fall for flashy, like mm-hmm. this boy. You can fall for this flag, and they got Tyree Kill and. Everybody running eighty-five miles an hour, <laughs> so it's it's easy to fall for that. I, I got you, so I feel it. But we're gonna see. But uh, moving on, man, because we we wrapping up, we getting to the end of the call of the high see show. Um, basketball, man. So I forget. I think it was sometime last week or week before last. It was new to me, and I knew I wanted mm-hmm. to talk about it. But um, somebody was talking to Curry, and I didn't see the whole context of it. But basically. Curry thinks he's better than Kobe Bryant. Mm. Yeah, so and he, he, it wasn't like a disrespectful thing. He, he wasn't like throwing shade. It wasn't nothing like that. He was just like, Kobe's great, but I think I'm a better player. Ooh. So, uh, And I was like, wow. So I asked you, all time, who you got, Curry or Kobe? All time. Yep. I, I, can't, I can't even believe this is a conversation, to be honest. It's uh, it's Kobe, man. It's, and it's, you know it's what? Kobe. I agree, 
I agree with you, but I thought about it and it wasn't as it wasn't as close as it was closer. To, it's closer than you think. It's closer than you think. Now, I've gotten burned up a lot in the past because <laughs> here we go again. But I actually don't have Kobe in my top ten all the time. Mm. I, I don't. I got him right there at eleven, twelve, and then Curry's right there at thirteen, fourteen. Oh, you got oh, you got Curry that high? Oh my goodness. I, I he's about thirteen, fourteen range because I mean he's he's done a lot now. He's done a lot. I, I don't think he's changed the game of basketball, but him alone can impact the game like nobody ever. I think the whole Curry changed the game thing, I think that's that's a bunch of bull jive. But um People roll with it, and I and I've been and I'll die on that hill. Curry not changing the game because I because I, number one, the when you get older, we've seen people, you know, start to shoot more. Like Jordan did that. Uh, Vince Car Vince Carter saved his whole career doing that. You know, right. starting to shoot. So I, I think more the way more analytics go, people just start shooting more because people don't really attack the hole like they used to back in '88 or '94, and then like people just shoot more. And I think when Curry just came through and just blew it out the water, and they just wanted to tie it to somebody. And you know, let's put the Steph Curry changed the game when really I think it's more of an analytics thing changed the game, really. Because if you look, and I have, people were starting to shoot more threes before Curry even got to the league or we even knew what Curry turned into. And, you know, Curry and Steph and Clay showed up and just they just blew the whole thing out the frame. But far as them two, both of them have had some really good team success. I mean, because mm -hmm. Steph's got what three, four championships. He's got, he's got four, four. Mm -hmm. and um, he's got two MVPs. You know, Kobe's got what two MVPs? One. He's got one. Uh, MVPs. Kobe. Yeah, Kobe has one. He's got yeah. one he, because he, they, they stole that one from. They gave it to Steve Nash. Right. 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 Yeah, that's right. So, I mean, you look at it, and for me, I, I take the team success out of it because I would argue Steph's had more team success because Kobe's teams, for whatever, I mean, the Shaq and Kobe thing didn't stay together. And then that Powell and Andrew Bynum team, that that didn't last long, but although he did get back-to-back. -back, and he won without Shaq. And mm -hmm. Steph won before and after KD. Mm -hmm. But he's not won without Clay. Mm -hmm. And I've I've seen Steph when he's trying to do his hot dog and do whopping and show stopping, he missed the playoffs. And when Kobe was, you know, when he first left, when Shaq first left, I mean, Kobe was putting up ungodly numbers, and they were bad. But for me, mm -hmm. I, look, I just look at it like that. I look at it the well, what? Well, I look at the better player. So I'm thinking, okay, Steph's a better shooter. I mean, I'm not going to argue that. But outside of right. Shooting, what else can Steph do better than Kobe? He's a better shooter than Kobe, but he's not a better scorer. You know, just because you're a great shooter don't mean you're a better scorer. Shooting, mm -hmm. yeah, but he can't take the hole like Kobe. He can't mm -hmm. do that. You know mm -hmm. what I mean? He don't got the footwork like Kobe does. Still, well, Steph's got a better handle. He does have that. But Kobe's got everything else, defense, everything. And also just playing around, it'd be weird, but if you put – Steph, if you switch, take Steph off the Golden State Warriors and put Kobe in there, some kind of weird. I don't know how you do that because you got Clay, but I'd argue they they did the same thing. So oh, I see why more. Steph is there because Steph can change a game and he can erase a lead like no other. <laughs> but I'm looking at it like I'm taking Kobe also, although I see it's not as I don't think the gaps as far as you 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 might think, but just all. Oh, I'm taking Kobe. And most people would. I would also. But when the game's on the line, five minutes left, we down six. Here, Kobe, take me there. I trust Kobe more than I would Steph. Because I've seen Steph with that and not always deliver. Max Kellerman caught a lot of hell for doing I want Iguodala thing, but quiet as kept. I think low-key he was kind of right. Because a lot of those big shots that Golden State would need it came from somebody else. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? So I, I that's that's me. I would personally take Kobe over Steph. Me, oh yeah, I I I, I would take him over Curry any time of the day. Like to me, it's it's a 
no-brainer. I mean, as great of a score, of shooting of the ball that Steph Curry is, Kobe, he had so many moves in his bag. You know, of course, you know, he mirrored it after Jordan, right? So why wouldn't you want a a clone of Jordan on your team? Like, you you know he's seeing red 24-7, right? Correct. So... To me, it's it's a no-brainer. So, like you said, it's probably closer than what I think. And I, and I realize it's closer in some aspects, but, you know, like like Curry got four rings, Kobe got five, right? Yeah. As it stands, you know, seasons, uh, Curry has played, I think, 15, and Kobe, of course, played 20. Right. But mind um, you, got a head start because, you know, Kobe came out of high school. He came out of high school. Okay, so okay, so let, let's do this. Okay, so if he came, came out of high school, let's take two seasons away, right? Two, maybe three. Okay, so even all star selections alone, you take yeah, I think Kobe has seventeen or eighteen. You take three away, he has fifteen. That's still more than Curry, right? Right. You take you take, let's say um, he has, I think he has eleven all star selections, right? Right. Now, not not all star selections. Uh, NBA first teams. You take three of those away, you got eight for for Kobe, and you still only got four. For Steph Curry, you know what I'm saying. So he still right. doubled, and you're and you're taking him away because he came in the league early. Also, you know, and something else I like to look at. So yeah, the bucket. We know Kobe can do that, but sometimes you need a big stop too. And if you ask him somebody to give you a stop, are you gonna look at Steph or are you gonna look at Kobe? I'm looking at because Kobe's a hellified defender too. Oh, dude, I, 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 I was getting to that point. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. So so now. Like you said, on the offensive side, we we know what Curry can do. He can he can put the ball up. He can do this. Kobe's gonna go get a bucket, no matter which way, whether driving, shooting, and he's getting a bucket. Right now, you're switching over to defense. Like you said, Clay is always the one that's defending. You know the star player, so he wasn't even on the defensive side like Kobe was. Kobe Kobe had over ten all defensive team selections. Yes. Over ten. Yep. Curry doesn't Curry doesn't even have one. He does not even have one. So it, even it, like it, even, between Clay or Draymond, he never really had to take that assignment. Exactly. 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 Or but, KD that little hot minute he was there, because KD's a good defender too, quiet as kept. Yeah. yeah. Oh yeah, no doubt. But 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 even then, even though when you when you got good defenders on your team already, you got those dogs that like Kobe. That's gonna still want to guard the best player, even when he had Ron Artest on the Lakers. Ron Artest still wasn't guarding the best players. Kobe was. Yep. Because Kobe wanted that assignment. Yeah. So that that and that's what separates a Kobe from a Steph. You know what I'm saying? Like he's gonna do it on both ends and still go on the offensive end and give you a, a thirty piece. Yeah. You know, so it's 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 what he does. It's in his DNA. You know what I'm saying? So I I can't I can't take. Steph over over Kobe like the, it's the being a two way player is is so That's underrated. You. Yeah, it's it's underrated. You know because you got people that just want like you said you get sold in the flash. They love the three point shot, but then he go on the defensive end and can't stay in front of you know the, the point guard. Yeah. So he so he gave up a three and he just gave up a three. So it's a wash. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you know what I'm saying. So what are you really doing for me? You made it look good, but. Now that it's a wash, I really don't care because now it's, it's it's zero points. You just you can't even guard this person, but he just scored a three on you. Yeah. So what am I get? What am I getting out of the deal? So, yeah, I, um, Kobe, I'm I mean, taking Kobe. And I would, and Kobe, he was more definitely more mid range and attack the rim than shooter. But I remember he got a he got caught. I guess it, it was a thing where he really wasn't shooting a lot of threes, and uh, it was it was way back. This this way, and he <laughs> he had the all time record for yeah he had twelve threes in a game, which is wild. Mm-hmm. Yeah, at the time I forget who had the record at the time, but it don't matter now. But I don't even know. If, I don't even think Kobe still has that record because this was like in the early. No, Clay Clay has the record now. Okay, yeah. But and like mm-hmm. I said, Kobe wasn't no. I mean, nobody's gonna say Kobe's the all-time great three-point, but he don't got to be. He's all-time great scorer. He's top yeah. ten in the list. Steph ain't in the top ten. Mm-hmm. So there's take that for what you will. For all them three-point shots, Steph's not in the top ten. Mm. I mean, because yeah. you know, get your points in the paint, and Kobe did that. You know better than most. You know, 
but yeah, man, that's that's I, we on the same page with that. I wasn't sure, and I, I had a feeling you might be. But I think most people. I'm, I'm sure there's a a camp for Curry. I just ain't ran into him. <laughs> yeah, I, I'm not. Yeah, I haven't ran into him yet. I know it's a lot of Curry people, and I like Curry, but yeah, and um, I do too. But I mean, I mean, we talking about all time great. So I mean, it's, yeah, it's a lot I'm, of people not better than Kobe. That's okay. It's okay. That you're exactly. Not. Exactly. That's, that's, no that's, that's a good that. point. That's all right. I can't name outside of LeBron. I can't name a damn soul playing today that that I'd take over Kobe. Mm. So. Yeah, man. But shoot, man, I'm, we're going to go ahead and wrap this thing up, man. You got anything you want to plug, anything you want to touch on, any questions or anything you want to shout out? No, man, I, I don't, man. Like I said, I just – I greatly appreciate you uh, asking me to, to join your podcast and, and give my give my take on college football, NFL, and NBA. So, yeah, you know, man, it was, my, it was an honor. So, anytime you, you want me on, you know, just – you got my phone number, just I'm going to call away. Yeah, man. Yeah, you in the fold now. You in you in the fold because I, I keep I keep a little Rolodex a good good. <laughs> I, I keep one now because like I, said, I ain't in this thing by myself. It's a team effort. But yeah, go. man. Well, sure, we'll catch you down in traffic, and I'll see you on down the way because we, you know, college football January, baby January. We I definitely bring you on about that college because you know I I like I like your takes on college. I I really like that. Hey, I'm I'm here, man. So when when, when that prediction comes true, I'll be looking for another 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 episode. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. You know what? And you'll be the first one I call. You'll be the first one. <laughs> All right, man. I appreciate it. All right, man. All right, y'all. We out.